My wife and I rushed our four-year-old son Braid into the emergency room with a severe croup attack. While there, he stopped breathing and went code blue. His lips were blue, his eyes rolled back in his head, and his little body shook violently. I remember when the attending doctor called out, Code Blue! I thought my son was dying. Everything was so chaotic as the staff worked frantically to get Braden breathing and stabilized. I stepped back and found myself rocking side to side with my hands in prayer. Nothing could describe my feeling of complete helplessness. All my wisdom and life experiences were useless as I watched my son lie there motionless as they tended to him. I stood there with nothing, unable to console my wife as she cried, witnessing our son's unreal situation unfold. I could not believe that just hours before, we were playing in the park and everything was fine. Now, here we were, and my son was not breathing. At this moment, I truly understood the meaning of feeling helpless. The medical team in the emergency room stabilized Braden and told us they needed to transport him to a pediatric ICU in San Francisco. They said an ambulance and team would be en route shortly. My wife decided it would be best for her to go home, grab some things, and arrange for our nanny to care for our daughter, Taya. Meanwhile, I was not leaving my son's side until he returned home safe and whole. Fast forward 70 hours, and the doctor said Braden was past the worst. He was still in the pediatric ICU with pneumonia in both lungs and had a viral infection in his throat. He was no longer in an induced coma and was slowly coming off the many medications I could not pronounce. He was still having difficulties breathing, but was improving by the hour. During those three dark days, where minutes felt like hours of uncertainty, I fought to find a new meaning of hope. In my heart and mind, there was no way my son was going to die. I would not and could not believe or accept that. The only option was to search for a belief unlike anything I had ever had before. Fear taunted and tested me as I watched my son lying there in the induced coma. Fear challenged me to abandon my faith and accept the worst outcome possible. But I would not give in to my fears. Every breath I took was filled with hopeful prayer that my son and I were going to walk out of that hospital together. I recall on the third or fourth day, my wife telling me I should go outside and get some fresh air. But like I said, I was not leaving my son's side. 